This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Ariana Grande, Positions, that is the number one song in North America right now. She probably doesn't feel insecure about being in any position, you know? Must be nice. Yeah, that hair, are you kidding me? Those extensions? <laughs> they get in the way, maybe, in certain positions? I, I like hiding behind my hair when I'm making love. Can't see everything, right? And you're probably imagining it to be better than it actually is. <laughs> Why? What are you trying to hide? Yeah, just smaller breasts, inverted nipples. <laughs> yeah, your molly uh, molly backs. Molly back. You know how it okay. is. A, a lovely song about how when you're really into someone, you're willing to switch up the positions a little bit just to keep everything exciting and interesting. Mm-hmm. Remember those days? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. The stuff that I would do when I first met Deb versus the stuff that I'll never do now, which, by the way, is nothing yeah. at all. Good for you. I hate that there's like positions that are birthday positions or special occasion positions and that you it's almost like you have to ask for them to come out. Well, you should let us know what your favorites are. Yeah, but then you get in your own head and you're like, well, I don't like that because I don't like you looking at me on that angle. Yeah, and I'll yeah. be like, well, it, trust me, that, it's not a problem. <laughs> See, but just that clarity is great. The yeah. Trust me, it's not a problem. Is like you look great that uh, from that angle. That, yeah, that's helpful information. I love looking at that. Oh, at that view. Right. Oh, I don't feel like I look attractive in that view. Who cares? <laughs> See yourself through my eyes, and yeah. then you'd be like, "That'll be your go-to," and not the "Oh, you've been good. I'll give this to Do you." Do men ever worry about what they look like from certain positions? I worry about what I look like the whole thing. I don't, uh, there's in one position, I'm sure. You're like, oh God. I, the, my worst uh, nightmare would be to have mirrors all over the place so I could see myself. Oh my God. Because I know in my head I look better than I actually look. My girlfriend dated a guy who had a mirror hanging on the roof above the bed. Above like on, the bed. On the ceiling, Ooh. yeah. She was like, oh, this is tough. This is, you know, I wonder yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. You know? Bundes, you're probably a mirror guy. You look like a mirror guy. <laughs> I've never had a mirror hanging over the bed. I mean, I've had mirrors that were close to the bed. So, like, when you're standing... Um, you can see things. You can you can see. Yeah, totally. And I've had some girls who'd like to watch themselves in the mirror. Yeah, that's cool. Because then they're probably feeling pretty good about themselves, right? Right, right. See, this thing you speak of, I've never, I've never experienced this, where like a girl is uncomfortable in bed or like a position is off limits or a birthday position, as you called it. Like, I've, I've, yeah, well, because you've never been with anyone for like a uh, hundred years. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, trust me. Everything starts to slow down a little bit once you get more locked down. And the more locked down you become, the more things just become like... Uh, Routine and and certain positions fall out of that routine. Certain positions fall out of the routine, and then you'll learn like, oh, she's a little self conscious in that position. Yeah, 
Or whatever. Well, but the, okay, the, at the beginning though, why is it all on the table though? Like, because we want to convince. You're we trying wanna, to lock. You're trying, trying to lock to you down. Show you that we're yeah, yeah. fun and free. Yeah, okay, okay, so, okay. So what happened so, there? Fr- so I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Friday night lady friend who shows up in costumes every Friday night at your house yeah. through the month of October. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to end. <laughs> that stops. Every Friday night lady friend will put on 15 pounds, you know, over the next five years. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't like the way I look when I wear that costume anymore. Right. And uh, it's going to just end up in the the black hole drawer, the drawer where you put something in and just vanishes into another universe. I refuse to believe that. Oh yeah. Well, talk to anyone who's married for a long time, and but then hopefully, you'll see. Hopefully, the your the the trade off is that the emotional connection that you two share now is like heightened. I don't want so, that. I don't need the emotional connection. Yeah. I'm oh, good on maybe, my own. Maybe you guys are like working on tantric, and you're like getting into like a more spiritual connection sexually too. It could be okay. How, wait, uh, let me get this straight though. Yeah. Um, in the last, say, five years, yes. How many? What's the longest uh, relationship you had? Two years. Yeah. So nothing changed in that two years. No. Wow. Sex consistency happened as regularly I mean, in the last year as it did in the first six months. Uh, I would say it, it it slowed down. It didn't happen as often. But when that's it did, right. It did, when that's it did, right. Sure, but like so, <laughs> add another year. But, okay, now what happens? But I, oh, but, okay, and then add another year. Then what happens then? It's it's okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> but consistency for me is not like three times a day, right? Well, it, it, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about well, when you first date someone. You're having sex every time you go out or, or yeah. sleep over. Sure. Yeah. And then that turns into, well, four out of five. And then it turns into three out of five. And then it's two out of five. And then it's like, oh, you might go five days and you don't have sex. Out of, and then you, and then it comes into, wow, it's been three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then now we're going to have sex three times next week. Okay, great. And then two more weeks. Like it's, but then it's like if you're waiting three weeks and it's like you finally are doing it, why just lie there missionary? Like why not like get all the positions in, you know, bake bake those three weeks up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Find out, find out, wait and see. I remember when (laughs) my ex was getting, when when my ex and I were getting married, uh, somebody on his hockey team, one of the older guys who'd been married for a long time said, you can kiss oral sex goodbye. Say goodbye to BJ's. And and all the older guys on the team were laughing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he came home and brought that up to me. And I'm like, you know, they're just projecting their relationship on us. (laughs) And then? And then? Well, you know what? I would say that that's definitely one thing that I've often enjoyed. So that's not something. But It's not off the table. It's not off the table. But I would definitely say that there was an enough guys in the room that said that that it definitely raised some alarm bells okay so what's the longest dry spell in that department have you gone oh well i don't want to tell you guys too much okay so but that's a, it's a move we I'm, talked about dry so that move has probably been shelved no i do that all the time but in in the whole time you've been together it's not something that is slid onto the shelf for no, a month okay that's well, a regular re- that is very rare that's a very rare a regular move it's a regular oh, well, uh, good for you <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yes, but you know, every relationship is different. Yeah, every guy I know that's like married, older than me, they all say the same thing. That like oral play yeah. is 
Like it happens biannually, and ass play is definitely out of the like. It's not even an op- <laughs> it's not even an option. It's not even an option. Forget about it. Uh, Forget about it. And do do you think we're all lying? Uh, no. Do you think I, mean, do you think I, I can see it on their face, man? Yeah, I can see the pain think, in their eyes. <laughs> do you think that you will be uh, you'll you'll carve your own path, and that this won't affect you when you're in a ten year long relationship? I, I want to believe that I'm not going to fall into the same rut, you know, but at the same time, I, maybe you just get older and you just don't care anymore. Right. Like, I don't know. It seems, it seems the case is like when you spend long enough with someone, you stop wanting to have sex with them. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I don't but it's know. like, I don't know it's about not that. that. You, it's not that you stop. It's just that you have other things in play. You're tired. You're, you know, kids certainly play a factor in that because sure. everyone's worn out. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to bed, you're getting cock-blocked by your kids. Yeah. You know, you want to have sex. Trying to find sex, a moment. There's no moments kids, anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's why you need a lock on your bedroom door. You don't so, have like, oh, well, we're going to hang out all night tonight and tomorrow. Like, our weekend is completely free. It's not the case. Yeah. Your weekend is not completely you're free. You're not waking up Saturday morning going, oh, should we have pancakes in an hour yeah. and have sex for the first hour? Or should we, <laughs> like, it's you're waking up and it's like, oh, I got to get to uh, hockey practice right, right now. Yeah. You know, you, you get cock blocked by all kinds of things in life. Mm-hmm. And then people just... Also, don't put the same energy into their sex lives. So when you talk about those positions, some of them require physical energy. Yep. Some of them, you know, (laughs) when you're on top, it's a lot more work than when you're just lying there. Yes, that is true. That also becomes a thing. It's like, do I really want to do that workout right now? Oh, and now you want me to turn around while I'm on top. Now I got to like the angle. It's like a whole thing. I think people start focusing too much on the end goal, which is the climax too, instead of that whole foreplay. And, you know, you're like, ah, let's just get this. We got, we got 20 minutes. Let's get her done. Right. Instead of enjoying the experience because you don't have the time. Yeah. But then some people get tired of all those steps. And they want to just like, even if they have an hour, want it to be done in 10 minutes. Yeah, that's true too. I think that's what the beauty of sex is. Like it, it's it's getting to that point. It's it's the buildup. It's the attraction. It's the desire for one another. Mm-hmm. When you're doing it just, you know, so you can get your rocks off. It, it's nothing more than you're using the other person as like a receptacle. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that's that's essentially what it's like a transaction. I just want to blow like I want to I want to come. You want to come? Let's just get this done with. Yeah. It, There's it, no meaning left. It to lo- that. it loses its its meaning, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well. It happens. This is why people who have lots of options and lots of money are way more inclined to trade partners after seven to 10 years. Mm. Hollywood, you know, a Hollywood marriage that lasts 30 years is is like celebrated as though it's this milestone <laughs> that's never made or, you know, it's a once a century thing. Yeah. Because when you got two super hot people and money's not an issue, um, a lot of people stay together for kids and also because financially they just can't afford to sever oh, yeah. their relationship yes. and their sex lives of, you know, uh, they just have like a weak sex life and they just live their life that way. When you have every option available to you and money and all that stuff's out of the uh, equation, that's why people trade significant others so often you can have that fresh feeling again yeah that's where you need to be someone is rich and uh, (laughs) able to uh, have lots of divorces and lots of stuff 
you know? I, I don't want that, though. I don't want lots of divorces. I just want one woman that I'm absolutely in love with yeah. like my entire yeah, yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And you know what? And then sex becomes like uh, just a small part of that. That you're, you're, It's basically you're forming a partnership with someone in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And sex becomes just one part of that, whereas at the beginning, it's a, it's more of like a, focal point. a huge influencer. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that. I just like, I guess I'm just, I have this romanticized idea that like yeah. I could wake up and fall in love with someone all over again every time I see their face. You know, yeah, find you you get moments. It's it's a parabola. It goes up and down, and yeah. you have moments where you're right back into each other, and then you have moments where you've been neglecting each other, and you're not having sex, and your emotional attachment is like is worse than it was, mm-hmm. or you know, before. And it yeah. comes around though. It, that's why they say relationships take work. Mm-hmm. Is that you have to put in the work in order to get back to that place where you remember how good it was to be with them. And if you don't put in the work, you may never get back to that place. Like people go to therapy and they like talk all this stuff out. And I, I, out. you know, I'm very, I feel very lucky that I, I have the husband that I do. I really do. But it's, it's. But you're also only sex, seven years in. Yes, and the sex is only one part of it, right? That that is so true. There are so many benefits. The sex is just one piece of the pie. Yeah, and the things that annoy you now about your husband, because there has to be things that annoy you. Sure. Every relationship has that. No one's perfect. In 15 years, may annoy you t- tenfold. Mm-hmm. And so that affects your relationship. You know, like all these little things that you put up with at the beginning. It's like, ah, it's a quirk. And then pretty soon it's like, <laughs> I hate it when she does that. <laughs> or is always on me about picking up my cans under the couch. Oh, God. Well, now Not- you want to have sex? You were just yelling at me <laughs> about cleaning up the place. And now you want to be intimate? Mm. It's not easy. Uh, today is a l- the day after election day in the United States. As we record this, they have no idea who's going to be the next president. Yeah. It's too close to call. Too close to calls. You which know, is crazy. St- still the situation now. It's even crazier. Sometimes uh, some of the calls that we'll get or the comments we get after we even bring up politics. Uh, we were just kind of doing an update on our radio show mm-hmm. this About morning. About the state of the election. The state of the election. We played a clip of like uh, Trump. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So he was declaring that they won the election, even though obviously they are still counting ballots. And uh, he, I guess he's trying to, uh, although there's, there's no um, proof of any election fraud. At this point. At this point. Mm-hmm. Not to say there won't be. Sure. Um, he's already floating that out there and has been for months. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go, uh, I was watching a lot of news reports at a Trump rally and they're asking people, if Biden wins, will you believe the results? And they all said no, because they're all, you know, in the belief that the system's rigged. Okay. Uh, we played a clip of Joe Biden who says that everything's going to take a bit of time. We knew because of the unprecedented early vote and the mail-in vote, that's going to take a while. We're going to have to be patient. So, you know, he's just saying that he wants to see all the votes counted. Yep. So we basically brought people up to speed with where they were at in the election. And then we got a call from a woman who just became irate. And um, we didn't play it back on the uh, radio show because it's just I didn't really we didn't really want to stoke that fire. But I did want to play it for you because it's interesting to see how people feel about this and how passionate they are about this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
you know, I don't like Trump as a person because I think he's sort of uh, he's, he's kind of a horrible human being. <laughs> but I but in terms of his policy, I don't know enough about like whether he's better for the world or worse for the world okay. or better for the United States. And anyway, we get this call from uh, a woman who wanted to comment on us just bringing up the fact that they haven't declared a winner yet. Just listening to you guys talk about Biden and Trump. And of course, as is pretty typical, everybody laughs at Trump. But you do realize they found 140,000 votes in Wisconsin. And they found recently 150. How do you find the votes? Who it's said that? Who said, who, where'd you get the information from? That's on, on, you can Google it. Look it up. Uh, everything I've looked up says there's no indication that there's any legitimate voter fraud right now. Eh, whatever. You, you guys just don't want to f- look it up. Look it up. Yeah, where? Stop Tell me where. Like Tell only- me where, because I look looked it up, up and I couldn't okay, find I'm it. I'm on the phone with you. I can't actually look it up. Well, tell me where to go, and I'll look it up. Holy Then she hung up. Probably didn't need to bleep it for the podcast. I know. I, I forgot <laughs> I put that beep in, because I was going to play it back on the radio. Um, and then I said, don't, don't do it. And Bunda said, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. I was just like, wow, people are like. She's worked up, man. I looked, I did look it up too. I searched for like uh, 114,000 votes uh, discovered in Wisconsin. And so I didn't what's she fi- talking about? I have no idea. Okay. I, I, all I could find uh, was articles on misinformation campaigns mm. and stuff like that. They believe, you know, even the um, intelligence agencies in the United States, who she would say are all like working for the deep state, probably. Mm -hmm. But they are under the impression that Russians, that Iranians and that China are trying to mess with democracy by spreading misinformation. Yikes. So I I couldn't find anything exactly. I tried Googling it. So I was curious as to where she found this information because I would like to learn about it and find out. And I couldn't find any credible uh, information on any of it. But. Mm -hmm. Well, Bundes, do you know anything about that? Like, if you, I, I know you go through some of those rabbit holes of uh, conspiracy theories and stuff. I saw something about like how they sent out postcards in Wisconsin back in the spring asking people if they intended to vote. Yes, um, but that wasn't a ballot. That was like a you know asking people to register or something. Yeah, and there's different stories about like um, uh, ballots found in like a ditch uh, just outside of Wisconsin. But I think it was said that no Wisconsin votes or, or registered voters were in that found mail there. I'm not sure exactly what she's talking about. There's things that are are similar or have a. Like there's little pieces like you can find like something that has 140,000 of that thing that they found or lost or sent. But this is obviously an old vote, not not last night's vote. Well, or it was like for voter registration. Okay. Um, Gotcha, gotcha. All that to say is that most of that stuff is incredible. Like there's no proof that anything's happened. Mm -hmm. But uh, my guess is she's listening to speaking points from somebody who's using pieces of information from these stories to sell a narrative of voter fraud. And then she believes that we're the mainstream media fake news that are pro-Biden. And in the end, it's like, I don't know if Biden's better for the world than Trump in the big picture. I just think Trump lies (laughs) 
a lot. I don't like that in a, as not, a quality in a human. I'm not American. <laughs> you guys can vote in whatever president you want. You know, <laughs> if that's who you want, then vote him in. Yeah. Honestly, well, that's it. It's sort of like I I believe that there should be every vote should count. Every, every American vote, citizen agreed. should be allowed to who's allowed to vote should vote, and they should add it up. And it, then it's funny because that's literally <laughs> what our discussion was about. Trump was claiming that he's already won and and that he doesn't want any more votes counted. Biden's like, you know, every vote counts. We got to count the votes. So yeah. I was thinking, you know, if if I'm American and somehow my vote doesn't get counted, I'd be upset by that. Right. Every vote should count. And then she... And the winner should be the winner. And the winner should be the winner who And if we don't want. like it, tough shit for us That's because right. we don't live in the United States. We don't vote there and uh, who cares? Who cares? You know. Um, so it's it's interesting that she went to anger so quickly because if it is a, a true fact... What would be better is that anybody with that information should be sending it out to the media outlets saying, look, here's the research. It's true. And have it please like, report have on it, it. Validated. You know, let's all... validate it. Yes, absolutely. And let's get that story out. That's important. We have the same, uh, you know, misinformation campaigns that are happening in Canada as well. Some mm-hmm. of them involve politics. Other things involve things like the coronavirus. Yes. And, you know, the, all the articles that if you want to find that talk about how dangerous wearing a mask is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is fed into our media stream or sorry, I guess our social media platforms mm-hmm. from outside um, forces, people that are trying to like fuck with us yeah totally and it's so frustrating I, I i also find it frustrating when people are like super believe that there's like this huge secret society of media people that are trying to spin a tail like we work <laughs> in a building where there's all kinds of people work in newsrooms i've never seen a meeting where everyone's like sitting together going how can we you know discredit this and what's the narrative we're gonna try and push here yeah I mean, everyone's trying to just find the right information and put it out there. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, you know, deal with topics that are of interest to people that will help them build an audience. But mm-hmm. I don't know. You ever seen anybody have a secret meeting around here, Bundy? Where they're like, <laughs> what lies are we going to tell the people today to get them to believe that the Trudeau government <laughs> is actually good for Canada or bad or whatever, you know? I've never seen a secret meeting, no. Secret meetings usually involve who's getting fired next, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Those are what secret but meetings are about. don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, know, I know for a fact that there are political leanings within different organizations. Yeah. You know, like you read an article in the Toronto Sun, chances are it's going to be critical of the Liberals. And pro-Ford, yeah. And pro-Ford, and you're going to watch something on the CBC, and it's in their best interest, really, to have a Liberal government and not a Conservative government mm-hmm. from just like, so they might favor, skew, a skew things a little bit. But definitely, I don't know, Does uh, we, we work for the company that owns Global News. Yeah. Uh, I know that the talk radio talk side radio of things is, is definitely a little right-leaning yep. on, on on Global News Radio, and at least the Toronto studios. It feels that way by based on, not by the news that's delivered at the top and bottom of the hour, the but by the host. opinion side of things from the talk radio hosts. Gotcha. Well, I think um, that's that's what we're talking about here, is like the editorials that are fe- featured on like the Toronto Sun are definitely yeah. more pro-Ford. Yeah, right? and I, yeah, exactly. And the articles they choose to highlight might be, you know, like if the liberal government is in the midst of the we scandal. Yes. They might put that as their top story, top story. versus, you know, another news organization that's not burying it, but might want to highlight another story that makes 
you know the did. license plates in Ontario with the yeah, the, the yeah. new license plates. Ford's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't feel like when I because I uh, use Global News the website a yeah. lot when we're looking for stories, and I don't really feel like there's like a huge political leaning based on the stories that they present in their feeds. Mm. It uh, seems to be just like the most talked about story that day. Maybe Global is pretty good of shooting shooting down the middle and just giving you the straight yeah. facts they uh, if i had i would say that it leans slightly left but oh, not interesting in, I, I wouldn't say it skews left uh i would just say there's a slight left leaning to it but it's pretty pretty down the middle whereas the talk radio is tends to skew a little right on the opinion pieces with global news radio yeah anyway we don't it's like we we just want everyone to enjoy our show. We don't really want to be like on there <laughs> totally. peddling stories about one thing or another and yeah. why people should really hope Biden's the president versus Trump. Oh, no. I, honestly, I do not care. At all? Well, I care a little bit, but yeah. it's more of a circus to me. Like, I just yeah. woke up this morning thinking, I'm, thank God I'm Canadian because there's a lot of uncertainty there. And then if you have a bunch of people that are distrusting the system. Oh, that's the biggest thing. That, that makes way. me uncomfortable for everyone. And I, I just, oh. you know, when demo- I, democracy is there for a reason, you want to make sure your vote counts, whoever you voted for. So, yeah. Yeah. That woman believes that there's some shady stuff going on. Well, hopefully she and gets she, to the bottom of it. And if she believes that, I would say it's unsettling, right? Yeah, it's very unsettling very to have unsettling. that thought mm-hmm. going into it. Um, okay. Um, that'll do it, I think. I think that'll do it. That'll do it for Holy this podcast. Holy positions. Trying to keep up with our podcast more frequently. Oh, yeah. Let us know your thoughts on everything. At any point, you can uh, reach us. Uh, best way to get in touch with us is through probably uh, DMing our social media. Yeah. At radio underscore Tucker on Instagram. At Maura Grierson mm-hmm. on Instagram. At Chris Bundis. Yeah. As well on Instagram. And. Let us know what you uh, think of stuff. Slide into those DMs. We love that. Especially Bundes. I had one yesterday, actually. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. A little slide? Mora encouraged it via text. Hey, hey. Oh. I I always want to get you followers, (laughs) Bundes. So what? Someone said, hey, what's uh, Bundes' Instagram handle? Can I slide into his DMs? I'm like, yeah. Here's his handle. Have fun. She full on did. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You're welcome. Thank you. You know how many people have slid into my DMs? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.